Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Online with Lemon Drop. This is your host, Lemon Drop. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to a new episode. I've been slacking, y'all. I've been slacking. I was supposed to record the episode last week and I didn't, and I do apologize. I am so fucking behind. I gotta get my shit together, y'all. Like, I've been trying to plan shit. And then I got a new job, and I'm starting another new job. I'm going to quit this other job, and they don't even know yet. So, I just got a lot of shit going on right now. But, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good. My life has been really kind of hectic lately, but not in a bad way. Um, I'm just, I just have a lot of new beginnings coming up, and I'm super excited. So, with that being said... Um, I plan to, in the future, to go ahead and start um, really planning out my schedule as far as, like, me recording. And I do still have, like, two guests that are going to come on and record with me. So, like, I'm super excited for that. Um, I know you're going to love both of them. One's a guy, one's a girl. And both of the episodes are going to be, like, complete opposites. Um, so, you guys are going to love that. But... I'm pretty sure you're wondering, like, how come she not playing the Erica Badu beat for the intro? So, this episode is literally going to be like the ending of the Hot Girl Summer. Not saying that the Hot Girl Summer is over, but, you know, what, Labor Day is, what, tomorrow, and, or today, if you guys are listening today. Um, so... It's just basically like saying like, hey, it's the end of the summer. So, I'm going to give you my take on what Hot Girl Summer was all about. Because I feel like a lot of people had it like mixed up on what the meaning was. And what it really meant to us. Um, And everybody has their own definition or whatever. But I'm going to tell you what I think Hot Girl Summer was about. Um, And it was very empowering. And I love to see all of my black sisters, like, doing their damn fucking thing, being independent, working, getting their shit together. So, I'm going to run down a list of shit that I feel like Hot Girl Summer really fucking means. Um, So, number one, bossing the fuck up. Bossing up as in, like, rather it's a new career, a new job, um, getting your shit together, getting your shit aligned, making your best your next move your best move like setting yourself up for success period um the next one is letting go of a fuck nigga or a fuck bitch i mean this shit like i've seen so many of my facebook family friends social media wise your instagram all that snapchat and my personal relationships with my friends i've seen so many of my friends just like let go of a fuck boy like Letting that extra baggage go. Literally just saying, hey, you know what? I'm not about to deal with this any longer. I'm going to boss the fuck up and leave you behind because I'm not happy or this is not going to work. And that takes a lot. So for you girls and guys to um, realize that and admit it and go ahead and put into action, like, congrats to you. That's definitely a definition of a hot boy or a hot girl summer, literally. Next one on my list is making money moves. Definitely, that goes back to number one, bossing the fuck up. That means whether it's a new business that you want to start or you have a new job or new career plan or rather you're going back into school, whatever the plan is, 
it was definitely hot girl summer when you decided to do that shit. The next one is being sexually free. And so this what uh, this is what a lot of people kind of relate that whole hot girl summer shit. They're related to being like sexually free or being a party girl, which is fine and dandy. That's why it's on my list. I get it. Like, it's time to fuck it up some. Like, you got somebody you want to fuck, you want to, you know, go to some parties, go to a day party, go out to the club, whatever the case may be. And you decided to fuck with a person you've been liking. Or even if it was a one night stand. Like, like I said, this is a no judgment zone over here, girl. Like, I'm not judging you. I mean, as long as you were, you know, taking care of yourself, then that's your business. Um, But just being sexually free and knowing what the fuck you want and going after it. So, like I said, be confident, be sexy. That's your fucking business. And the next one is setting goals and that kind of goes back to the first one um so hot girl summer can mean that you're literally sitting down and saying hey this summer wasn't what the fuck i wanted to do <laughs> like this was not what i planned it out to be and i don't want to go into next year with the same bullshit so sitting down and planning out what the fuck you want to do and how you want to go about like your next steps that's definitely a hot girl summer move um the next one is letting loose and having fun and that's kind of like the same one i just talked about when i was like hey being sexually free but you don't even have to just be like sexually free just like going out with your friends spending time with your family being around people that you genuinely like and that you really want to be around that's always a lot of fun hanging out with individuals where you can vibe off of each other and just talk uh, reminisce you know just make memories and that's what the summer is about I feel like a lot of people are um are out of school or they're you know on vacation and whatever um and, and that's a good time for you guys to like kind of sit back and figure out what y'all want to do like plan trips together have brunch whatever the case may be and so the next one on my list is being you and being comfortable that is definitely a hot girl motherfucking move. Um, being you and being comfortable over the summer, rather it's spring, summer, fall, winter, whatever the case may be. Um, just being you. Like, being comfortable with your skin. Uh, shout out to Lizzo. See, I don't even like her music. I honestly don't like her music or her sound. But I do like the fact that she's, like, super comfortable with herself. And um, she represents for the more heavier set girls, um, big bone girls or whatever. And so I appreciate that. And she don't give a fuck. So along with her, and you got Megan, and then you got the city girls. Like, we got a lot of women out here, like, saying, fuck everybody, fuck these niggas, fuck everybody that's, like, not talking about what the fuck you want to talk about or don't have the same vibe that you have like it's all about you it's okay to be selfish it's okay to be all about you and your money and what the fuck you got going on so i really do appreciate that um so just being comfortable like that's a hot girl summer move so it's not all about at the end of the day it's not all about oh like niggas think oh it's a hot girl summer like oh she just want to fuck a bunch of niggas and go to parties like no it's a whole lot of bitches who probably didn't even have a chance to fucking go out like me like i literally went out like what twice this summer um didn't do no extra shit 
But I feel like I had a hot girl summer because like I'm literally planning out what the fuck I'm gonna do next year. And that's that's the business. Like that's the real deal. Like that's the shit that I need to be worried about. So don't feel bad if you wasn't out here at the day parties every fucking weekend and you wasn't getting fucking shit face drunk. You know, I think I would. I went to Houston this summer and then I went out like two other times with my friends. But other than that, like it's been a whole lot of like wine nights at home or um literally like just chilling and that's fine like you don't have to be out here just wowing the fuck out like you can still have a hot fucking girl summer and still be like getting your shit together so don't let anybody make you feel bad because you're not out here just being a party animal because honestly ladies like after a certain age you kind of like i'm over this shit like i'm 28 i'll be 29 next year and i'm at this point now where i'm like okay i can go out to eat and have a few drinks and i'm sleepy and that's fine but then i also have weekends where i can meet up with my cousins and my family you know you know cousins or whatever and friends and i'm turned to fuck up and i want to fucking drink a whole bottle and take shots and dance all fucking night so it just depends on like my mood at the time honestly but with that being said hot girl summer is coming to an end just because the season the season is coming to an end doesn't mean that you have to shut that shit down let's get all of those good vibes that good energy i've been seeing all that confidence i'm loving it all the confidence like wearing what the fuck you want to wear new hairstyles doing what the fuck you want to do let's take all of that and push it into autumn and i've seen something and it said thotum so thotum autumn yeah so thotum we ain't gonna be no thoughts though i mean you can if you want to but with that being said just like have that same energy have that same vibe like let's keep it pushing let's keep striving towards our goals let's still be in fucking you know independent bad bitches doing what the fuck you need to do taking care of business be you be confident be sexy fuck everybody at the end of the day who don't fucking care about what the fuck you want to care about who don't love what the fuck you love who don't want to talk about what you want to talk about literally it's okay to be selfish that's that's my tone that's that's how i feel like fuck them do you so i have been thinking i don't know i was gonna talk to you guys about a few other things and i was like this is gonna be all over the place because I don't have no fucking format of how I want to do this. Like, I started off in the beginning, like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then I started listening to my favorite podcast. Shout out to them. Horrible Decisions and Cocktails are my favorite podcast ever. Um, and they're all based, like, 100% on sex. And so, I didn't want this podcast to be 100% sex because it's like, number one, I'm by myself. And so I would literally be talking about, like, my experiences the whole time. And to me, that's awkward as fuck. Like, I don't want to sit here and just talk about me. So, with that being said, like, my next episodes when I have, like, special guests or whatever, I don't mind it being, like, about sex and stuff. But, like, talking about it when it's just me, it's kind of awkward. Like, I can only talk about so much because it's going to be basically only about what I experienced or what I've done. So... Um, but let me tell y'all, so, I went to see the 85 South show, If for the ones who don't know who that is, that's, um, DC Young Fly, Chico Bean, and Carlos, 
um, they have a podcast and they have um, like a, a live show tour going on right now and we've seen them in Dallas it was so fucking funny y'all like I was in tears like, I was literally like crying it was so fucking good I was so proud of them I felt like them was like my fucking cousins and I always tell my girlfriend like I feel like DC Young Files like he like my cousin because he got that like energy to where he, he just feels like family um, all he do is fucking high side and talk about people and he's just so down to earth like and he make and he's just real he make you feel like literally like you just sitting down talking to your cousin when you watch him so I really appreciated that and I had so much fucking fun I got drunk as shit y'all so we had a bottle of Patron I took like two or three shots before we left the house and I had some wine I took my cup in the car on the way there drank some more wine when I got there, I had a margarita, and then I had two uh, Heineken beers. Like, I was lit. Like, all the videos I recorded, I was fucking drunk as fuck. Like, so drunk. I was just like, oh my god. I was screaming. Like, I didn't even want to post my videos on social media. Because I was like, I sound so fucking ratchet. Because when I get drunk, like, my voice goes to, like, a whole nother level. It's, it's bad. It's real bad. But I had so much fun. It was very refreshing. I really enjoyed seeing three black men up there doing a fucking thing. Independent. Black owned. And even um, DC has this uh, hat that says black owned. I fucking love it. I need one of them. Um, but just knowing that they're like a black podcast. They started on, the, on, on, on their own. Um, they did everything by themselves. And they're just doing a damn thing. Like they're selling out shows. And damn near every fucking state, like, just doing everything that they want to do. Like, it's just, it's so empowering. And I hope and pray one day that this podcast grows to that extent. Because it's very, very inspiring to see somebody who started off literally, like, from nothing to just making uh, videos on social media to, like, having their own podcast. And now they have a fucking sold-out show. So, kudos to them. Like, do the damn thing. Like, I see y'all. Um, but I had fun as fuck. And let me tell y'all something funny. So, we had VIP tickets. And so, at the end of the show, um, we got a chance to take a picture with them. So, me and my girlfriend went together whatever. And um, we walked up. And the first thing DC said, DC said was, are y'all sisters or cousins? And we was like, huh? He was like, y'all together or not? Y'all, y'all together y'all sisters? We was like, uh we're together he's all know y'all was together so it was just funny because a lot of people think they were like related and um no we're not we just both light skin which is fucking weird because she light skin with dreads and i'm just light skin with curly hair um but they were so fucking funny i had a lot of fun y'all i really did so shout out to them and i'm so fucking pissed off because i want to go see my girls kiki and madina monroe from cocktails if y'all don't know who the fuck they are please listen to them they are so fucking bomb i really feel like those are like my best friends in my head like for real like for real for real they are the fucking bomb um they talk about everything you can think of underneath the sun and they make you feel so comfortable when you listen to them like you like sit next to them like it's just it's awesome uh, and one of the girls, I want to say one or both. I think one of them are from, is from Houston or Dallas. 
Um, but they're based out of Atlanta, so it's so fucking bomb. Like the whole audio like setup with their podcast is amazing. Um, they have a lot of like segments that they always do every week. So I listen to them like repeatedly on my way to work, um, just to kind of give like an inspiration. Um, but they are definitely like the shit. And I I love to listen to podcasts that started off like, you know, not having a lot of fan base and then just watch them grow. It's amazing. So if y'all want to listen to a good podcast besides mine, listen to Cocktails. All right, y'all. So my next topic today is going to be about being black in corporate America. Let me tell y'all something. So. I started this new job, right? I told y'all this, like, what, a podcast ago? Maybe, like, two podcasts ago? And, um, I work for a company that is very, it's it's a variety or whatever, but I'm going to give you, a, like, a rough estimate of how many people are in our office. It's about, so I work with... I do like staffing um and then we have like recruiters and we have other positions or whatever so out of like mm, I would say overall on my on my little team area it's about on my team it's about 15 at the most um and we have like maybe two black people well okay we have four but let me just say two of those people aren't there every day because they're like account managers so they're out like talking to hospitals and stuff every day so they're not there all the time so technically it's only like two other black women and then me and then it's like majority of everybody else is just white and then like on the other side which is the same company but they do recruiting for another like part of healthcare. um i think it's like two black people over there so out of like let's say Ooh, but we had a party. It was a lot of people. So, I feel like I don't know a lot of people. I'm going to say, let's say out of roughly, let's say out of roughly 60 people, it's maybe, let's say at the most, 15. And that's, that's like pushing it. So, from 10 to 15, not even, no, you know, I'm, I ain't going to say 10 to 15. I'm going to say 7 to, seven to 10 black people. And then the rest are white. So... It's kind of weird being in that environment if you're not used to being around so many white people. So, my last job, um, I was around a lot of white people. But, like, I was in a position where it was only, like, me and, like, two other people. And, like, I had my own office. And so, I didn't really have to interact with anybody. It was, like, a smaller office. Um, So... It wasn't a lot of interaction with anybody. And, like, I had a white boss at one time. Then I had a black boss. So, I've never really had to be around, like, a lot of white people. Um, so, this job is it's kind of like a call, a call center setting. But it's not a call center. But as far as, like, the open space and everybody sitting together and stuff, it is. So, that was kind of different for me, too. Because, like, I was used to having, like, my own office. But anyway, um, with being black in just like in a work setting, period, is what I want to talk about. Um, and some of the main things that I want to touch on are things that I feel like a lot of people ha- have had to deal with. Rather you're in a predominantly white, you know, workspace or not, 
even if it's a mixed space um i'm gonna read off a list i was like trying to google to get a, little, a few ideas on like certain aspects of the issue i wanted to like touch on and i found this really cool fucking article online i was like oh my god i gotta read this shit like this shit is right hit the fuck right on the fucking nail like seriously um so i'm a it's kind of like mixed in between of stuff that i came up with and stuff that i found but it's so fucking crazy because it is a big deal and like you wouldn't think but like if you google that shit you're gonna find a whole lot of people talking about the same fucking shit because it is a fucking thing and people don't like to talk about it but it is a thing so number one appearance this is hard because like okay so i've had i've had the faux locks faux locks is that how you say it the little fake uh dreadlocks marley twist um i've had braids and i just remember like at my old job remind y'all told you like it wasn't even like i didn't have a lot of interaction with a lot of people and i was just like fuck like my corporate office you know it's white people so i'm like damn they gonna come down here they gonna see me with these fucking braids and they're gonna be it's just I guess it's like the stigma or like this I don't know perception of people who have like ethnic hairstyles if that's how you say I guess um I just I just wanted to look presentable and that's sad that you have to think like that because white people don't give a fuck about what the fuck they look like them bitches come to work with that hair in a fucking raggedy ass messy bun or just straight looking fucking like a wet dog i forgive me but um not all of them but my point is like i shouldn't have to be like damn can i wear my hair in braids or do i just leave it like you know even with my curly hair sometimes i feel like fuck like is it too wild and unruly because sometimes it's like all over the place like literally all over the place because it'll get dry and then it'll get dirty and i'm like washing it and something you're like fuck it i'm throwing in a bun and sometimes you don't have a good bun day so hair is a big deal like even with the whole like now i think it's like a rule with the whole dreadlock thing like companies can't um not hire you or some shit i think and it it just became like a rule like it should have always been a rule but anyway i don't know it's, it's just a big deal because like if you read like a lot of companies like dress code and what they expect a lot of that shit literally is like neat in something care like bitch or they'll say like um something about colored hair like so like one time i got like uh it was like a maroon color i was like fuck can i wear this shit like I don't want them to say something to me because it's kind of red, but it's not really red. It's kind of maroon. But then you think about people who have naturally red hair and that's even brighter. So it's just like, fuck, whatever. So yeah, hair is definitely an issue. And then nails. So right now, y'all heard this? I got some long fucking nails. Um, I always wear long nails, but it's kind of hard for me to type of long nails. So I'm getting ready to cut these bitches off but um let me tell y'all it's so funny so right before i started the job i was like i'm giving my hands like a little break or whatever so i didn't have my nails done right for like three weeks so right before i went to see um the 85 south show i was like let me get my nails done because i was like i gotta be bombed because we was in second row i forgot to take out that shit we was in second row because i'm like i ain't finna have these niggas fucking roasting my ass looking fucking busted so i was like i wouldn't got my nails done 
And these hoes is long. And they bomb as fuck. Baby pink. Bring that shit back. Okay. So I got my nails done. And um, I was like, I don't know if these hoes gonna fucking notice. Now, them motherfuckers notice every motherfucking thing. Like the second day, I came back with my nails done. They were like, oh my god, your nails is so cute. Like, oh my god. And then, like, one girl out of the blue, we were having a conversation. And she was, like, telling me about somebody else. And she said, oh, yeah. She couldn't even tie it because her nails were so long. And this, isn't it. And I was like, girl, my nails long right now. And she was like, oh, I haven't seen them. Bitch. Yeah, the fuck you did. That's why the fuck you said that. Like, shut up. So, that's another thing. Like, with the whole nail thing... They just expect anyway for black girls to have long nails for whatever fucking reason, I guess. Shanane or whatever they've seen on TV. I don't fucking know. But with that being said, you can still have long nails and be professional and be cute and be classy. And they can still be neat and clean and professional. Like, it's not like I'm walking around this bitch with fucking diamonds and motherfucking crystals falling off and, you know, whatever. And clothing, that's another thing. <sighs> Thank God I'm not thick. Because if I was, I would have a hard time trying to cover up my ass. But I don't have any, so I don't have that issue. But for my boobs, I do. And then I have a tattoo on my chest, which I fucking regret getting. Um, But just trying to like find stuff that is appropriate for them. Because, well, think about it, guys. Like... A skinny-ass white bitch can wear a little bitty-ass skirt or whatever, and nobody says shit because she's just like a little stick. But you see a black girl wear, and everybody's eyes is bugged and looking fucking crazy. And I've seen it. I've seen it before. And I've, I've read, you know, posts and articles about it, and I've seen shit about it. Thank God it's never happened to me. Because I wish a motherfucker would say something about me. About my natural body. And what the fuck I can and can't wear. Um, but it just goes back to like. You never fucking know what, you, what the fuck you can do. Because. The same things that. Like it. Shit doesn't apply to you. Like there's different standards for other. For different people. Is what I'm saying. Oh, And the next one is. Awkward conversations. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm so tired of having awkward ass. I don't fucking know who the fucking red hot chili peppers are. I don't. Like, I do, but I don't. Like, bitch, I heard who they are, but bitch, I don't listen to them. And so I'm just over it. I'm, I'm just over it. And I'm really kind of vitting to y'all. But, um, this is the real last podcast. I'm, like, making y'all be a part of my world for a minute. So let me go ahead and go to those lists. And I'm gonna read this list. And y'all gonna fucking shit your fucking pants. Because you're gonna be like, I have experienced this. Like, think about from the first time you've had a job until now. And most of my my listeners, I think, are probably in, like, my range. So, like, 20, between 27, 35-ish or older. So, like, think about, like, you started working at what? I started working at 15, 16. But think about it. Let's say you started working at, like, 18 till now. And I promise you, you have encountered one of these fucking issues. So, all right. Being black in the workplace of America. Number one, they take my kindness for weakness. 
They do. They take my silence for speechless. That's a good one. They consider my uniqueness strange. They call my language slang. But y'all love it though. I'm confused. They see my confidence as conceit. Oh my God. They don't want you to boast and brag. You can't do that, right? <laughs> they see my mistakes as defeat. Wow, that's powerful. They consider my success accidental. Oh my God, that hit a nerve. That hit a nerve, y'all. They minimize my intelligence to potential. That's crazy. My questions mean I'm unaware. That would piss me the fuck off. Like, they're always like, oh yeah, ask me questions if you don't know anything, blah, blah. And then when you ask, they look at you like, bitch, like, you don't fucking know? Well, bitch, you told me to ask. Well, I just want to make sure, I just want to fucking confirm that I'm doing the right fucking thing. That pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> Any praise? Oh, my God. That one, wait. Yeah, that one don't apply. Because that one kind of weird. Um, Let's see. Because some of these don't apply. Okay. If I don't trust them, I'm too apprehensive. Definitely. I'm defiant if I separate <laughs> definitely and my character is constantly under attack and then I think the last two are my pride for my race makes me too black yet I can only be me and number 21 was and who am I who am I might you ask I don't know what the fuck that meant. Um, anyway, so those were a list of things that I found on Google. Just like, a, you know, different forums that I've been reading and people writing in and out about the same, you know, topic or whatever. But it's just so fucking crazy how a lot of people deal with the same fucking issue when it comes to, like, being black and working in a fucking America. And it's sad. It really is fucking sad. And I'm tired of having to, like... Let me tell y'all about an awkward ass situation. So, we had, like, a work... I'm not gonna tell you where y'all went or whatever. What the fuck we did because whatever. So, we went out and um, we had a little work gathering. And um, they separated us according to however the fuck they wanted to. Which was fine. But it was just so awkward. Like... Nobody talked to anybody, and I'm like the only black girl. It's just like, fuck. It it just puts you in a space where it's just like I don't even want to be here, and you can't force yourself to like. And and honestly, it's not even it's not even the fact that you don't want to interact or you just hate people or just hate those individuals. It's just the awkwardness that it causes. Um, and, and for you guys to be so fucking different and then you have to like mash your personalities or interests together because it's, you know, demanded, like that's frustrating and that's irritating. So I don't know, like companies need to come up with a different plan and that's why I just do not see myself being in, in a position to be a worker for anyone for a long period of time because... I just can't deal with the aspect of, like, having to interact with people that I don't fucking like and I have no interest 
you know, in finding out who they are and what the fuck they like. I like I don't want to be your friend. Um, so it's kind of difficult to like build that relationship and they want you to build that rapport and be you know personable and you know outgoing and friendly and this this and that but it's just like bitch i don't really fucking like what you like and um i know what you really think about me so at the end of the day like i'm not gonna bend over backwards to try to conform to what you want and try to be that person you want me to be and then on top of that if I am myself then it may be too much and now you're gonna talk about me like I ain't got time for all that so at the end of the day I don't know it's, it's gonna be an ongoing issue but uh being a black girl is hard I think it's a little easier for black men because you know men get more respect and men have that personality and demeanor where like women are more open to talking to them and like to me it's just like there is easier for them but for a black woman it's like anytime you say something or you um address something you have an attitude or you're being disrespectful or you don't know this or you acting out or, or whatever the case may be um it's always something so i just think that's never gonna be solved overnight but it, it it definitely is an issue and for all the people who have made a post about that shit like i hear you because I, I believe you and I'm, I'm noticing it now um it's a lot <laughs> it really is but it looks like this podcast is coming to a motherfucking end for today but not for forever i know i've been slacking off y'all let me tell y'all I need to start being like a motherfucking uh, sponsor. Well, not, what is it called? Not a sponsor. What is it called when you give somebody some free shit? Anyway. <laughs> um, truly. Truly is a hard seltzer. And it is 5%. Which ain't shit. But it makes you feel good. Like instead of like drinking like something really heavy. Like if you have two of these hoes. You're going to be lit. They 5%. But like you need like two of them. And you're going to be good. Um, but I was drinking that, then I was drinking some wine earlier. I didn't have my mimosas today. I normally have mimosas on Sundays. I'm sad. Um, but these drinks are so good, you guys. Like, definitely try it out. And it's only, let me see, it's only 140 calories, which is really good because it's not a lot of sugar and shit. So you ain't got to feel guilty after you drink this shit. Just fucking drink it and get tipsy. Um, this type of drink that you can get like on your way to the club or on your way back or wherever the fuck and you won't be feeling like super sick because like it's literally like water with a little bit of alcohol, I guess, or whatever the fuck they put in it. Um, but it's good. And I've been lit. So thank you all for listening to the previous episodes of this podcast. And hopefully you guys continue to listen. And um I do have a lot of good things planned for you guys. I really do. I just gotta, like, get serious. Like, serious, serious. Like, I am serious, but I just really need to, like, buckle down and get that shit done. And, like, with my new work schedule that I'm about to start, it's gonna be fucking crazy. But I'm gonna press my motherfucking luck and try to get on as a special guest on my two podcasts I was telling you about because they do, like, let their listeners come on. So... Hopefully, I look forward to letting you guys know when I'm accepted to go on because it's going motherfucking down. I got a lot of shit I can talk about, and we're going to have a lot of fucking fun. Um, but until then, thank you, my ladies, for listening. I really do appreciate it. And um, 
once again go ahead and like comment subscribe let me know what the fuck you think if you don't like it let me know if you like it let me know rate it if you don't want to comment anything you can just press the fucking star system whatever the fuck they got this is great do all of that it's greatly appreciated all right y'all until next time bye